just uh, in the creamery, ice cream take sandwiches. It out, blow on it, <laughs> plug it back in, Nintendo style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here we are. It works. <laughs> All right, well, this is Sandcast. Tries out. This is the Trav and Sav show now. <laughs> Tries on vacation in Hawaii, so bring it in, Sav. New co-host, <laughs> and uh, have my Netherlands buddy, Therese Cannon, yeah. in the house. Thanks, thanks How for having me. How are we, T? I'm great. Super excited. <laughs> You're always great. Pretty nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. I got a big promotion today. I'm like, yeah. I got to perform. I I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm so am I. so special. <laughs> Everyone's happy yeah. to be here. We're just yeah. here to chat. Good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes tonight. <laughs> well, I'm in the presence of royalty right now. We got the Laguna Champ. <laughs> And we got Thank straight you. into main draw for a four-star. Hey, now. That's big news. First time ever. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's... Mm, okay, so the Netherlands was the first time ever that I was straight into a main draw. Of any FIVB. Of any FIVB. Really? I might have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it <laughs> That's was. That's crazy. That's impressive. I think. I'm trying to like think back pre-COVID, but yeah, that just seems it's... like so long ago. But <laughs> I think I was always in the qualifier. Mm-hmm. And then the Netherlands, I was really excited that we got into that yeah. one star. And then this we knew was going to be like maybe some of the top teams weren't playing Yeah. Um, in Brazil. And we, yeah, got into the main draw. So do you know what exciting. seed you guys are? I think we're the 12th seed. Oh, wow. So we're Big like dogs. Middle. middle yeah, you're of not the even draw. just like squeaking yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Let's close. go. That's awesome. So we're excited. Yeah. It's fun. And, I mean, the first time you're automatically in the main draw, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. You're undefeated. Yeah. With a gold medal, so that happens. want to keep that rolling, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. What a, like, a, a weird year this has been. I feel like mm-hmm. everyone just had, like, a really weird stretch, either where yeah. there's no tournaments to play at all, or you were just playing in, like, a country quota every Always. other weekend yep. in mm-hmm. some diff- distant country. Yep. And then Not making it out. And I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like a year like that, you could easily look at just one stretch and say, "Oh, like this was a brutal year." But then you're ending it on such a positive note. Mm-hmm. When you played great in the AVPs, you won a gold medal, and now you're straight into a four star for the first time. Yeah. So how good is it just to have this like after like a pretty tough beginning, just to have like a pretty sharp uptick at the end? It feels good. I mean, I talk about it with my parents a lot, and we were like, "This year, going into this year." the whole goal for the whole year was to get better. Like I wanted to get better. And as much as like, as hard as it is to go into a tournament, like you want to win every single tournament, but beginning of the year, my mindset was I may not win a tournament this year. It's going to be what it is, but Mm -hmm. I'm just going to work hard. And like, I want to get better whether I win or don't win. I want to feel like I'm getting better. And so in the like middle stretch of the year where I just kept losing and losing and losing. I was like, I'm not, not getting better. This is the worst. Like, why am I doing this? But then having to like take a step back and look at it, I was like, I'm losing. Yes. But I do feel like I'm like trying new things and working on a new arm swing and I've been working on my passing and like all this Mm -hmm. different stuff. And then it's nice to like something changed and it's starting to pay off, which feels good. Yeah. So it's like nice to get the results too. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're going through a, a stretch like that, where you mentioned where you kind of you lost, which one you had such a good win in Cancun, yeah, against Sarah yeah. and Emily, yeah, down like what five zero in the third, yes, coming back, yes. And I try not to, I try just to root for good volleyball, yeah. And when you guys no. were coming back, I was like, you, you gotta win now. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. root for them. <laughs> you know? And it was the third, like we played Cancun was so weird. It was so cool, but so weird because. Yeah. We played the same. We played Sarah and Emily every single time, yeah. and that was it. Like if we won, great. If we lost, that was we'd have another week off, you know. And we just kept losing to them. Great team. So yeah. like it was a good game every time. But finally, by the third week, we were like able to actually get a win. <laughs> now what do we do? Oh my god, we have to play again. <laughs> so it was cool. That was a that was kind of a crazy match because we were down big. Yeah. I think we lost. In wild conditions. I wasn't yeah. in Cancun, but everyone yeah. says it's just like the craziest. The wind was in. weird because it would come and it would blow off of the hotel. So, because we were playing right on the beach yeah. next to the hotel. But if you kept the ball below a certain level, then it like was below the height of the hotel. So it would kind of miss the swirling. It was just, it was very interesting. No, I remember watching that um, and trying to understand 
because you could you could see the ball move, people yeah. shanking balls yeah. that don't look like it served that tough. <laughs> right. You're like, what's going yeah. on? And I'm like, it must be so windy there because you yeah. you could tell it was so funky. It just never that. stopped. Yeah. Either. Yeah. What's, I don't want to go back. Just what, kidding. I want to go was back. It, what was the <laughs> experience like? I mean, because it's it was like unprecedented what yeah. they did. Yeah. I I mean, think how was it? Just same hotel. Yep. Same people. Same food, especially when people test positive for COVID. Yeah. You're really down to one restaurant. Yeah, because we had, we started with two restaurants or like the hotel buffet and then like another Italian restaurant mm-hmm. attached to it and then a Mexican restaurant. Like you put Italian in quote. It was like basically an extension of the like, buffet, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like, I mean, it was good. But yeah. um, the Mexican restaurant became the place where, like, if you tested positive for COVID, that's where you went to eat. So we couldn't even eat there by the end of, like, halfway through the time we were there. So, I mean, I think the concept, like, they did a really good job with what they had. Like, they had three or four, like, lifting platforms and outdoor gyms for us to use. And then they had four training courts in addition to, like, the four competition courts. And then they had a couple of restaurants and there was a pool. And so... It was a pretty nice setup, yeah. but it just kind of felt like Groundhog's Day, whereas you wake up, and that, which is not bad because, like, what else do you want to be doing besides hanging out and playing volleyball? Right, exactly. So we would, like, wake up, go to breakfast. I had a lot of chocolate croissants while we were there, like, a lot, <laughs> two or three a day, probably, <laughs> just at Epic. breakfast. Um, and then we'd go to practice, and then we'd go work out, and then we'd go practice again. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you would sign up for times, but it was like an hour-long training session. So we would do one or two a day, mm-hmm. watch some games, and then play when we could play. But the day after the country quota was always the worst because everyone was competing, either in the right. qualifier or getting ready to compete in the main draw. And when we lost, we were just like, ah. Oh. Like, there's no one really to train with today. Like, mm-hmm. we just take the day and off. you can't even, like, go explore. You can't yeah. go just, yeah. yeah. So we, it's funny, like, Kelly and I had a great time. Like, we watched a lot of movies. We hung mm-hmm. out. I braid her hair. We played cards. <laughs> like, we did a lot. And, like, our beds were, like, this far That's apart. That's what Adam did on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> braid hair. <laughs> I, I was like, Kelly, I'm going to do your hair a different way every day. So, but... We, I mean, we did have a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. it, it's, like, tough, you know, sometimes when you lose. That yeah. was the part that I think we both had to get used to mm-hmm. was figuring out, like, there's nowhere to go. Like, we can't leave this one little bubble. So, like, I'm going to go and sit by the pool and read my book. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. might stay in the room and, like, watch a movie or something like that. So yeah. it was definitely a learning process. Yeah. But it was cool, and I'm really, really happy that we got to go. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's so, good to have that in retrospect, because I feel like it, it would be pretty easy to say, oh, we should have never gone. Yeah. Um, no. What did you... Do you have, like, anything specific that you took away from Cancun? I think Cancun was cool for me, because we got to... We were there for three weeks straight, so we got to train with a lot of different teams mm-hmm. from a lot of different countries, and that was the first time, like, watching all those games. It was the first like true four-star event that I'd been to. Okay. And watching the games and then competing with some teams uh, like on the off days and whatnot, it was the first time where I was like, the level is really good, but I feel like I can compete with it. Yeah. So it was the first time where I was like, I actually feel like I belong here and feel like I can, I'm not quite there yet, but like I'm on the way and I feel Mm -hmm. like one day I can get there sort of thing. So that was a kind of a, cool moment for me it's so valuable to have those yeah was it anything in specific that you saw or like were you training against say well I mean you train against Pavin and Mel all the time but was it I mean what's the difference I mean because Mel and Pav they were the best team in the world for a pretty long stretch Mm -hmm. but what's the difference between training against them because you guys shared a coach Mm -hmm. Scott Davenport for a while versus being at a four-star and training against a different team I think for me, it was training against teams and like competing against them really well, but having no idea who they were before the tournament, like one of the tournaments would start and then watching them like do really well at the tournament or like win games and be like, wait, well, we just played against them and like competed well with them where you didn't make it into the tournament and here they are like having a top 10 finish. Yeah. So that was, that was cool for me to see. Mm And I was like, I'm I'm pretty tall, and I like <laughs> match up pretty well with a lot of like the bigger players yeah. on tour. So that was cool because, I mean, obviously when we play like Sarah and Mel, 
or Alex and April is like, I'm definitely not as tall as, as them, but mm-hmm. as some of the other players, like not all the teams are like that. So I was right. like, I actually am pretty big, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I should use that to my advantage. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm- was your favorite place this whole summer that you went? Switzerland, hands down, okay. which that was a bummer because that was a really good opportunity for us to make it into a four star. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, we lost in country quota again, but silver lining was, I was in probably like the most beautiful country in the world and I couldn't come home cause I was going to another tournament mm-hmm. afterwards. So I just had like four or five days to explore, which was really cool. Yeah. And I've, it was the first time I've also ever been to Europe. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh really? Is, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So that was my first trip. Oh, you were out and about this year. I know. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> got those passport stamps, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so that was my first time ever. Ate a lot of chocolate, drank a lot of coffee. Yeah. You love chocolate. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm a big fan, too. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Um, it was really cool, and I it rained a ton, and I didn't even care. I was mm-hmm. just walking for miles, like, in the pouring rain, so listening to my music. I was I'm just like, happy to be here. great. Yeah. Did you so, and Kelly explore together, or did you just kind of go off on your own and... She ended up leaving early because okay. she, we she wasn't playing. I was going to Rwanda afterwards, and oh, she wasn't okay. playing in that tournament. Mm-hmm. So um, she ended up, we explored together for a day, which was fun. We went on a hike and, like, found this massive waterfall. And, like, I can't even pronounce the name yeah. of the lake that we were at. <laughs> but that was fun. And then she left, and I stuck around for an extra couple days and went to, my sister studied abroad in Switzerland, so she was like, looked up on the map where we were, and was like, oh my gosh, you're actually right in the middle of things, like you can take a train a couple hours and go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to a city called Montreux, I okay. think, where there's a big castle there. But that was really funny, because it was pouring rain when I got on the train. So I was like an hour and a half train ride, I'm by myself. Yeah. I was reading a book, whatever. And then I get there, get to the city, and, like, the rain had kind of stopped. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I should walk around. Like, the rain's done. Yeah. And I went, sat in a cafe, <laughs> had some chocolate, <laughs> had some coffee. And then I was like, I think I looked up the castle, like, how far of a walk it was going to be. It was going to be, like, a 30, 40-minute walk. Yeah but it was closing in 10 minutes. And I was like, ooh, like I really timed this poorly. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in. So then I finished my coffee. As soon as I leave the cafe, guys, it starts pouring again. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so I'm going to go find this beautiful castle, but I won't be able to go inside. And it's it's also pouring rain. And And I'm about to walk 40 minutes in the pouring rain. So, but Emily Day saved the day. That's kind of funny, but she did (laughs) because she, before I left, I was helping her and Sarah warm up for their game because I was like volunteer assistant coach because I wasn't playing. I was like, anyone who needs it, I can help. And she gave me an umbrella. So I was like, this is fine. I don't mind walking in the rain because I have an umbrella. I have my raincoat. And it was gorgeous. It was so cool. It was a very pretty walk like around... Oh, gosh, Hannah, my sister would kill me because I don't remember the name of the lake. (laughs) Lake Geneva had to be. Okay. I've never Which been. Is, want to go to well, Switzerland, but it's this beautiful lake that has just mountains on both sides of it. Okay. It was so cloudy you couldn't even see the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so I FaceTimed her at one point, and she was like, "That's not what it looked like when I was there." <laughs> and I was like, "It's still very pretty." I can't, I can't believe you've never been to Switzerland. You've been everywhere in the world been, in my mind, but well, it's yeah. not it's Switzerland. It's crazy because like it's really just been the last two years. I didn't have a passport till 2018. Um, oh my god! And the last two years, it's been. Uh, Crazy. Go, Just go, go. Grind. Yeah. 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 But Switzerland, when whenever we ask a player or team what their favorite tournament is, yeah. every time it's shot. Mm-hmm. Just unanimous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Delaney... I mean, so she was cool. bummed about losing the country yeah. quota, too, but she was just like, that place is unbelievable. Yeah. There's something special about yeah. it. Who would have thought oh, that a girl cool. from Rochester, New York... <laughs> I know. ...would be playing in tournaments in Cancun and Switzerland, and you're going to Rwanda... <laughs> yeah. ...to play a, a beach volleyball tournament... I mean, yeah. Do you just sit there and laugh sometimes? Because I do it all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, this How is just ridiculous. Here? Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to my sister on the phone on the way here, and I just moved to Hermosa, so I can basically ride my bike everywhere now. Yeah. And she was like, what the life you live? Because like, I was riding my bike, and we were FaceTiming. <laughs> I was like, "There's the beach is right there, and like, yeah. here I am. And now my passport has all these cool stamps in it. And it's just, yeah, I think if you asked me when I was 10, if this is what I would be doing, I'd be like, I hope so. That'd be really cool, but it's pretty awesome to actually be doing it. What would you have said when you were 10? And someone said, what is it? 
what would you want to do in the future? What does that future look like? People, what did I young just, Therese want to do? I never knew. Yeah. I think I was obsessed with like sports and athletics and always loved following the Olympics and professional athletes, but never thought that that was actually a career that I could do. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know anyone who do it, who right. did it. And so I never considered it. But then playing sports, I always wanted to keep, I couldn't imagine stop stopping. So young Therese, I don't know what she would have done. <laughs> I think it would have been really cool to, this is so random, but like, be in the FBI or like, okay. CIA or something. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> what a desk job, like not out in the field probably, you know. But I love Washington, D.C. And I, okay. I think that would have been cool. And I went to Georgetown, and if mm-hmm. I just stayed at Georgetown, I probably wouldn't have played indoor professionally anywhere, and so mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten a job somewhere in D.C., but yeah. I think this is way more fun. Yeah. When, when did you decide, like, okay, beach volleyball, like, this is my dream, this is my passion, this is what I'm going to do? That is a really good question, because <laughs> I always loved beach volleyball, and we would play it. My high school coach was awesome because he was always like, play in the summer. And we would play on Lake Ontario, mm-hmm. this little beach where, like, you'd go to push off and change directions, and you would just slip because <laughs> the sand is, like, this deep, maybe. Um, but we would play tournaments all summer long because mm-hmm. we love to be outside, and we just love volleyball. And he was always encur- encouraging us to play to get more touches. And then I did a high – there was a high-performance tryout at Hot Shots, which is this – indoor beach facility in Rochester. I think Charlie's okay. told me about that oh, before. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. he has yeah. because it's the only place where we have indoor sand courts mm-hmm. and it's a bar yeah. and it's yep. a warehouse. Yep. Okay. And we, I was a freshman, I think, in high school maybe, and my high school coach was like, you have to come to this tryout. We need girls. It's going to be really cool. You need to come. And I was like, absolutely not. Like I had just started playing yeah. volleyball and I was like, I – no, I'm too nervous. I don't know. Like, what is this that you're telling me you need to, need to go to? He's like, we just need bodies in the gym sort of thing. And this is so funny, but Anna was the coach. Like, she she came to Rochester and no ran that way. tryout. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And so this yeah. is my freshman year of high school. <laughs> yeah. And really cool. Actually had a great time. And then just nothing. Like, didn't – I think I did – a high performance camp, maybe one somewhere, summer somewhere in there in high school, um, but was super overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I came out to California. Everyone knew everyone. Everyone was really good at, and I was still like this really skinny, awkward, like didn't know how to control her body <laughs> kid who like was not good at volleyball, let alone like beach volleyball. Well, those high performance camps are no joke either. Yeah. I'm from California, and I'd show yeah. be like, this is overwhelming. And everyone's everyone's so home, like, good. I'm never doing that yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> like it was fun, but never again. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Georgetown, played indoor, because that's what most people did from my yeah. area. Like, there weren't, and beach volleyball was very new collegiate mm-hmm. sport. Um, was but, it still like an ABCA yeah. emerging sport? Okay. Because mm-hmm. my first year at SC was the first year that was actually NCAA. Okay, which is 16? 15, 16. 15. Okay, 15. got it. Yeah. So I was at Georgetown. We didn't have a great season. And my parents were always cool because I the one I was when I was initially deciding where to go to school, it was between Georgetown and the College of Charleston. Okay. Because College of Charleston had a beach team. Mm-hmm. I was like, that would be so fun to do in college. I would yeah. actually love that. Yeah. And there I could have played both. Yeah. So I ended up choosing Georgetown. Um, but my parents said, if you do that, like we'll help you find a way to keep playing beach volleyball if that's what you want to do. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's great. Awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I went to another high performance camp over the winter break of my freshman year because it was in Clearwater and my roommate at Georgetown lived really close to there. Okay. So in Florida. So I was like, we'll visit her. Perfect, my parents yeah. were like, we want to get out of the snow. Like, let's drive down to Florida <laughs> yeah. for a week. Why not? Perfect. That sounds great. So we went down there and classic Anna was the coach again. Oh, <laughs> she was running my this camp. God. I swear I there's like, like Anna's been cloned. There's like yeah, five there's, of her. <laughs> yeah. I like walk up and down the strand. I'm like, I just saw you coaching on 16th. Right? How are you on eight? Yeah, she's on eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's everywhere. And that, she's hard to forget, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I definitely remember you. And she called me Georgetown the whole week. But that was actually really cool because there were only 
eight of us, ten of okay. us there maybe. So it was really small. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. And it was a, a week long. That's yeah. awesome. So I feel like I learned a lot. And that's the first time where I was like, this is so cool. I want to play beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back to Georgetown, our program was kind of in a state of transition, I guess, where we had lost a ton of games. A lot of girls quit. A lot of girls graduated. So there were actually only three of us left on the team. Oh and I was like, um, I don't, mm, I don't know if I want to stick this out sort of thing. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine. I really, really loved the school. My twin sister was there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't imagine leaving her to play indoor somewhere else. I was just kind of burnt out of indoor at that mm-hmm. point. So that's when I called Anna because I just spent a week <laughs> with her. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, hey, what do you think? Like, you saw me play for a week. Do you think I can play beach volleyball somewhere? She was like, yeah, for sure. But obviously I had no film and no one really knew, had seen me play. I didn't know anyone in yeah. the sport or in the community. Was she the SC coach? When she you, was the okay, SC coach. Okay, okay. So that's how our conversations transitioned into mm-hmm. like, hey, can I play at SC? <laughs> Little did I know SC was like the best school <laughs> in the country, you know, at the time. So she's like, you know, I think you could walk on. Like we could, we could help you. We could teach you a lot of different things. I th- will never forget. She said, you'll be a great student, athlete, and person. Like that was her whole thing. She wants to build your whole character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. All right, I think I want to walk on a team. I called my parents. I was like, uh, I think I want to. I think I want to move to California. <laughs> I think I want to play beach volleyball. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, and I mean, they were so great. They mm-hmm. were just like, if this is what you want to do, we'll find a way to make it happen. And they have been so supportive ever mm-hmm. since because it's de- it's definitely not easy living so far away. And yeah, they see me go through my ups and downs, course, you know. Yeah. But they're still like, this is this is what you want to do. So that's how I ended up here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I call love your... how much you love your family. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. Just like spending so much time with you in the Netherlands. I just I love it. Like yeah. it just comes up so often. You're just like, oh, my sister did this, yeah. and like, look at my dad at this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so cute. I, I missed a wedding. My best friend from high school got married yeah. while we were in the Netherlands, yeah. and so they were sending me pictures, and they looked so cute. Oh, that's that so, so cute. Yeah. But they're great. I think, I, and yeah. having a supportive family, especially when you're living so far from home mm-hmm. and doing yeah. such a wild life path, yeah. I think it's just so important to have that and to like to go home for holidays and whatever and just yeah. like decompress and just like it makes all the difference. Yes, yeah, it's amazing. I definitely wouldn't be able to do this without them. Mm-hmm. And they remind me that like this is what you want to do and like we're here for you and. If you don't want to do it, that's cool, too. Like, yeah. you can come home or you can mm-hmm. stay there. Whatever you want to do, we'll support you in it. And all of them. I have two sisters and my parents, and they're just, I mean, I'm very lucky. So. <laughs> Sounds like your parents should yeah. coach, like, a, a parent clinic. <laughs> parent seminar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no complaints. They definitely would get in our fights growing up, I think. But yeah. for the most part, we had, I had a pretty awesome childhood. So Yeah. Yeah. And were you always tall? By the way, yes, but so I have a twin sister, mm-hmm. and she was always taller than me. And you're not not identical though. Not identical okay. until high school, and then I grew like between seventh grade and ninth grade. So I guess middle school, I grew a, a ton, yeah. and she had just stopped growing, and I just kept going, kept growing. And so now I'm probably four or five inches taller than her. Really? Yeah. So I was always tall, but like averagely tall. How tall right. are you? Is that a thing? Six three. I was gonna say yeah, six three. Yeah. Okay. So, six three in hand setting. That's a good and combo, Ooh, Teresa. Right. <laughs> it's a new thing. We're working on it. So, yeah. And well, when you get to SC, it's like you said, you were going from Georgetown. You had mm. done a couple clinics with Beach, like played on a really shallow beach in Ontario. Yeah. You know, not quite what Savvy had grown up with playing CVAs up and down the yeah. coast in San Diego. Yeah. And um, what was it like going into that environment? Because that's overwhelming. I mean, <laughs> no kidding. I mean. It was, everyone on the team was so nice, Mm -hmm. and, like, immediately I knew that, like, these are my people, you know what I mean? We all had the same mindset, and everyone was very driven, and everyone loved volleyball, and everyone was there, first and foremost, to play volleyball. Well, get a good education, but also, like, volleyball was, like, a big part of all of our lives, but I just was not good, and I was, (laughs) man, I couldn't, I'll never forget, I could not 
we weren't in our 20 hours of practice yet. So everyone, we had courts on campus, which was really cool. And in the group text, people were like, let's, we're going to go play today. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to come. And I was like, okay, like I have to, I have to go play. I need to meet these people. I need to be part of the team. So I would go in the first day. I guys, I couldn't hit a ball on the court. <laughs> I could not. And Jenna Belton, who I have lived with for the past two years, two and a half years, like yeah. she's my best friend. I, she was so nice to me. And she was like, don't worry, like, you're playing a new environment. Like, I always miss a bunch on the first day, too. Like, it's weird being around all these buildings. You'll find it. And I make I a lot like, of airs at USC, okay. too. So yeah. I, <laughs> maybe it's just the yeah. buildings. Right. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I feel that. I was like, sure, that's why I'm missing. But it was it was cool. It was really hard. I struggled a lot that first mm-hmm. year. Just so this was your sophomore year. You, yeah. So when did you actually make the transition? It, you, you finished... Georgetown, your freshman year, you finished yeah, through, so and then the you came. Okay, and then yep. I started the fall yep. of 2015 at mm-hmm. USC. Okay. Did you redshirt? No. Or did you just go I straight I just had there? an extra year of eligibility because indoor doesn't count as beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. So oh, I got okay. to play four years of beach volleyball and one year of and indoor. Year of indoor. Okay. Georgetown. I just kind of yeah. did it backwards from what a lot of what? people do. People <laughs> yeah. either go like four years of indoor and then one year of beach. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did it the other way. Yeah. So, but it was, I mean, it was hard. My s- twin sister and I fought a lot because it was like we're in a long distance relationship and it was Pretty the first much, time yeah. in our whole lives yeah. that we hadn't been with each other and mm-hmm. everything and we were, are so close that that was just that was really hard, hard. volleyball wasn't going well just because I was still so new and so raw and like Anna was going to cut people. And she's gnarly yeah. And I was like oh my gosh I just moved across the country and she's going to cut me. And what do I do? Like, I don't want to <laughs> oh be in God. California if I'm not playing beach right. volleyball. So luckily I, thank God, didn't get cut. <laughs> but um, it got better my junior year, the mm-hmm. second year I was there. Even that first summer was tough because I was living at USC, but not near the beach, but like yeah. driving for practices and stuff and mm-hmm. didn't really know who to train with or how to play and playing in a bunch of CBVAs. Not doing well in any of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. still, like, it took me a while to kind of find my sand legs. Yeah. But. And, I mean, mentally, that's a hard thing to deal with, just kind of that losing process yeah. is so tough. Because when I moved to California, I mean, vastly different experience than you, but I've been playing beach for maybe a year. Yeah. And so I would just get killed yeah. in every CBVA, and I was oh, horrible. Yeah. I remember, like, Sorry. I would break pool, and it was like I was going out with the boys that <laughs> yeah. night. We were celebrating. Yes, but it's it's not an easy thing, and you seem yeah. to to handle it very well because at USC, like, that's a huge transition to yeah. make, and then you know take that scale it up to this year at country mm-hmm. quotas, and you handled it really well, and obviously learned quite a bit learned on your way because you ended the year yeah. are ending the year on a really high note. Yeah, how'd you learn just the mental? I mean. Was it kind of a growing process to yeah. figure out like how to oh, extract sure. the goods from the losses? Yeah. I mean, I used to cry every time we lost. Like mm-hmm. I and my poor mom wouldn't know what to say. She's like, I, I don't know if I should call you. I don't know what yeah. to do. I don't know what to say. Like yeah. they would just feel so. And I used to just be like so, so, so upset every time we lost. But it's really in the last, even all throughout college, honestly, I thought that like, I should be winning, and every time I'm losing is just, oh my gosh, the, the life is over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the world is coming to an end. But this year, honestly, I think I've grown and learned the most this year because losing in those country quotas is so tough. Yeah. Especially when they're not played here and you're Stakes traveling somewhere and like you're spending and I'm investing all of my own money in this and. I'm trying to get points and I just want to win because that's, I'm very, very competitive and I love to win. So it was really hard to lose those. But then I think just traveling and being in these other beautiful parts of the world helped remind me that like there is more to it than just winning and losing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get outplayed. Sometimes you play bad and you just kind of have to take the good, leave the bad and then move on from it. And I, having coaches too has really helped me this year. Like having people who I can talk to after the game and have them like put perspective on it and help remind me where I am and where I'm going and like what losing meant, I guess. If that's like losing in Cancun sucked 
but the takeaway was I like I got to compete against some really really good teams yeah. for the first time ever play a bunch of different international teams not only teams from the U.S. and that walking away from that was like okay like yes we lost this time but we're on the right track sort yeah. of thing so I don't know I still hate to lose yeah. but mm-hmm. I am getting better at trying to look at it objectively and not get my emotions all mixed up in it. Yeah. Going to take a quick break from the show for a really fun announcement uh, is that Try and I, uh, now that we're finally back in the same country for the first time in what feels like basically forever, uh, we're finally getting around to doing the things that we've been trying to do for a while now. And one of them is dropping a Sandcast merchandise line that you can check out at sandcastmerch.com. All right, we've got t-shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got tank tops, hats, we even have a coffee mug and a backpack. All right, so head over to sandcastmerch.com to take a look and get some of your favorite gear from your favorite podcast. And just so you guys know, I mean, one of the reasons that we wanted to drop a merchandise line uh, is one, a couple people asked, and two, it's just another kind of revenue stream for us and every piece of profit that we make from merchandise is going straight back into the podcast. I mean, now that it's off season, we're going to spend a lot more time kind of improving the podcast, getting better content, better mics, a better video setup for those of you who watch on YouTube. And our merchandise line is kind of going to help fund that a little bit. So thank you guys uh, to anybody who has already bought some hoodies, some t-shirts, some hats. We absolutely love you guys. And we love you so much for the last four years. Can you believe we've been up for four years uh, of supporting us for that long and uh, only bigger and better things to come for Sandcast. So head over to sandcastmerch.com to get your gear today. This podcast is, of course, as always since day one, brought to you by Wilson Volleyball. We know, we know it's off-season, the AVP's three-event year is over, but that just means you get to reload on balls to train and rep it out with over the off-season. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off your orders of Wilson Volleyball. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to rock your favorite ball, best ball in the game by far. All right, we've played with Mikasas, we play with Wilson, we play with any kind of ball, and Wilson is by far the best. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and give him your love. And the last bit of news I have before I can let you guys get back to enjoying our podcast is that we do have a, a Sandcast newsletter. We started it last year, kind of during COVID, and then uh, both Try and I, we hit the road pretty hard during 2021 and lost a little focus, lost the time to do it. But now that we are both back in the United States and we have a lot of free time on our hands to keep improving Sandcast, we do have a Sandcast newsletter. Uh, if you want to sign up for that newsletter, it'll include any updates we have with the podcast, but also any writing that I do for Volleyball World. Uh, for Volleyball Magazine, any interesting stories on both Volleyball World or Volleyball Magazine or at avp.com, any updates that Try has on his YouTube channel, any great videos the McKibbins have. Basically, I'm just culling all of what I think to be the best volleyball content out there, and I'm just throwing it in a newsletter. Uh, So if you guys want to get that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com. And on the right-hand side, you can just drop in your email address, and I will get that to you. Every Friday that I'm in the United States, once season starts up, I cannot promise I'll keep up with it, but the idea is to keep doing it for as long as we can. It's just a weekly thing. Um, It's fun for me to do because I'm basically just taking all of my favorite things that I saw in the volleyball world and I'm giving it to you guys. So if you want to be a part of that newsletter, sandcastvolleyball.com and on the right-hand side, just drop in uh, your email and I'll be chatting with you every single Friday. All right, back to the show, guys. I think once you just accept that losing is an inevitable and necessary part yeah. of the journey, you know, right. I'd hate to use the process, you know, but yeah. it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah. And everyone mm-hmm. loses. I mean, even April and Alex lose every yeah. two months I mean, or so. If you, like, every, every, <laughs> every tournament, you're going to end on a loss unless you win the whole tournament. Yep. And unless you're April and Alex, are you winning every tournament? Like, not, probably not, mm-hmm. you know. So that is never a fun way to end a tournament, but having that perspective has helped me a little bit. Yeah. And when did you start at, at USC? 
I st- like start well, playing like in, start, the lineup, like in the lineup. Yeah. Um, my junior year. Okay. So I was an alternate the first year I was there playing at the sixes, which was cool because we still got to play yeah, games. But yeah. they did. I mean, they didn't count. No one coached us. No one watched. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it was just you're playing for yourself. Yeah. Um, but then I played with Nicolette my junior year, her senior year. Love Nicolette. Yeah. So that was a blast. I'll never forget watching you guys play. I think that was my freshman year. In Gulf Shores when yeah. she was yelling through the net. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nicolette yeah. was yelling? No. Oh, no, 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 Nicolette wasn't just yelling. Nicolette, I thought, was going to, like, run the, through the, the net through and the fight net. the other team. I was in person watching the whole thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I, I had was no like, idea. Oh, no, like, we're not fighting. But if she went over there, I was like, well, crap, I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing. Too, you, know? you look like a brawler, yeah, Trudy. <laughs> Not, that would not have ended well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we played together that whole year, which yep. was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She was an amazing partner for me because her energy is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people hate to play against her, but playing with her is, is so fun. Yeah. And she is the most supportive. Like, she will be my own personal hype woman, you know? Yeah. And I was still so nervous that year and very not sure of myself. And she was the most supportive, the mm-hmm. most, like, build me up. This is about you. We're doing this together. You've got this. You're good enough sort of thing. And it was just, that helped me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like she, that's how Hagen is on the guy side, mm-hmm. where everyone's like, I hate playing against Hagen. And I loved playing with Hagen. Because yeah. he just, like, he'd yell through the net. He would just get on the other team's nerves so bad. Mm-hmm. But anytime I was struggling... Which is frequently with Hagen. He was just like, "You're good. Like I got you." Got this. He'd this make like fine. 15 spectacular plays in a row. I was like, "Oh, it's really easy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this, this guy. Is great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So she was. Yeah. And then you played with Sammy your senior year. I played with Sammy my senior mm-hmm. year and my fifth year, which That's was so fun because yeah. she is just so fun. And then it was kind of almost like the roles were reversed, where I was the older one and she mm-hmm. was the younger player. And I mean, she is. I mean, it's stupid, some of the plays that she makes. Like, yeah. she's so athletic yeah. Yeah. and just jumps so high and hits so hard. Lefty. Yep. Like, it's just so fun to play with. And she competes so hard, which mm-hmm. is so cool. And we, I, um, my favorite story, I don't even know. I mean, she has to remember this. But we were in Alabama one year, and I think we won, the match came down to us. But it was the first day, and we were like, man, we're USC. Like, we don't lose on the first day yeah, of NCAAs. Yeah. But we had gotten knocked into the contender's bracket. Is that in the... Stetson? No. Okay. That was oh, our, my sorry. fifth year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. That was <laughs> tough. tough. That was a tough man. one. I don't remember who we lost to the first round. This was, we were like the five seed going in okay. or the four seed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, the match came down to our court, and we high-fived so hard like, we were so into it that I sprained her thumb or, like, something. So she had She does high-five so hard. I know, and yeah. so do, like, when I get into it, You're it's, like, like yeah, really yeah, aggressive. Yeah. And I think I came down It's this really one. It's, hard. like, this, this, and then yeah. she does it, like, ten more times with yeah. her left hand. Yeah, so she had to have her whole hand taped up for the rest of the tournament. Oh. I was, like, you were, we were playing volleyball. It was just really aggressive celebrations. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you won, what, two national championships? Yes, technically. Three? No, two, two. But the one one of the years, I wasn't in the lineup, so. I, won. I mean, I was on the team, but I wasn't like. <laughs> but I feel like. Starting. I mean, and this isn't even just to make you feel better, but <laughs> so many coaches talk about having the value of, of a deep roster. Yeah. Because you need good people to practice against. For sure. To increase the level of the whole team. Yeah. And that's what actually a lot of people say about UCLA mm-hmm. is that practices, yeah. and you guys are like. Stein just recruits the most competitive people I know. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, go fight it we out. Practice was, <laughs> we would have Friday game day. Oh like, my gosh. I have PTSD Friday game day. <laughs> and we all just, just scrimmage compete. each other. But like any day, like I, could, like I could have been at the ones with Lexi and played our sixes at the time and who were kind of always rotating mm-hmm. and lost on any given yeah. day. Like, like you were deep enough to have, you could have been to put two full mm-hmm. teams together yeah. and still done well. like a lot of times I feel like you know if you're gonna do a scrimmage at practice it's like one verse two three verse four and then a lot of times the five plays the sixes yeah and it's all it's so important to have a team competing with the fives because I mean every every line matters and like Mm -hmm. the sixes are you know whether you got in during Gold Shores or not like we had so many times where our sixes had to step in and play whether it was COVID stuff or injury stuff or like someone just wasn't performing and they had to 
step up. Like, that is, like, the most underrated position, like, on the whole yeah. roster because you don't feel like you're a part of it, but you're contributing so much. Yeah. And, like, it's just – it's crazy. So, you won three. Thanks. Two. Won <laughs> two, two, just two. two. Just, just two. 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 <laughs> two. I yeah. wish three, but yeah. I thought we were going to get the third my fifth year. Because we had – wait, no, that's when you won, remember? Yeah, yeah. Because we had lost to you – we played six times that season. I've thought about this so much. We played six <laughs> times that season. Lost to you the first three times. Like, the first two games okay. were very early on within, like, a day or two mm-hmm. of each other within the same week. And then the third time we played, we played at UCLA. And I was like, we need to beat them this time. Yeah. Like, we have to win this game. Yeah. We lost. Again. But every time I think we lost, we lost 3-2. But then he beat us twice in Pac-12. Well, then we went to Stanford. And that was <laughs> in Stanford, I was like, oh, like, here, we're playing UCLA again. We're 0-3 against them. Yeah. We're just going to lose. Yeah. But we won. Mm-hmm. And I was not shocked, but, I mean, a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, we finally won. And so excited. And then we beat you twice in Pac-12s. And so then going into Alabama. So we're freaking out. Yeah. Going into Gulf Shores, SC was the one seed. First time all year mm-hmm. that we ever actually got that ranking. And we're, like, feeling good, so excited. And that's when we lost to Stetson. Ah, uh, that was the Stetson year. Yeah. Oh. And I was – I remember everyone – we were all kind of stunned. Stetson played so well, and yeah. we just thought we were going to roll them because we had just beat UCLA mm-hmm. three times in a row. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that was a tough – in our little tent afterwards. <laughs> Dude, and coming through the loser bracket, it's... I know, and we did. We ugh. came all the way back through mm-hmm. the loser bracket, and I had to flip the mindset to be like, oh, man, this sucks that we're in the loser's bracket, to be like, this sucks for everyone else. They have to play us now. In the loser bracket, like, yeah. They don't want to play yeah. us. We're going to win these games mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so that helped, and we made it all the way back to that national championship game, but we just... Didn't have enough. That's, that's, I was us against SC this year. You do, it's, yeah. I mean, we did it my first year. I think it was my sophomore year. We came through the loser bracket, and we ended up winning. But, like, this past season, we. I mean, I remember playing in my finals game, and I was like, I have nothing left. Yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> and hard. we had just played LMU, who had an amazing season. Mm-hmm. And I think because of COVID, all the food stuff was all messed up. Probably. We ordered, like, smoothies and acai bowls to come in between games. And they never, never came. Them. They didn't come. So, I mean, oh, like, no. a banana and, like, fruit snacks yeah. before the game. And I'm warming up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to yeah. die. It's so hot. Our threes are losing. And I think our five, it was, like, the weird, the way they did it this year was, like, threes and fives, and then yep. one, two, four. And I'm like, our threes were a lock, and they were losing. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to die, I'm going to faint, I'm going to have to play Maycraft and Tina. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, it's, dude, the loser bracket. It's tough. It's It's such an interesting dynamic, too, having the five pairs. Mm -hmm. Because that year we were, like, coming through the loser's bracket, I think we were winning a lot of matches 3-2. So we had to play all of our matches out. Like, all five Mm -hmm. pairs had to play all of their matches out to completion no matter what. So it wasn't even, like... We were resting. Yeah. Right. But you win some, you lose some, you know? Mm. We couldn't get What's that. What's it like well. when you win your match, mm-hmm. but your team loses? I feel like that's got to be such an emotional yeah. conflict. Mm-hmm. We're like, or I want to be sad, like but the opposite, where great. you lose, where you lose your match, your but team the team wins. wins. That might that be a weirder feeling. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Because I was like, everyone's so happy, but I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it's a team sport at the end of the day, so that, I mean, I guess it is weird. I guess it just didn't happen to me often where I would yeah. win my match and the team would lose. Because, <laughs> um, obviously, I was very lucky to be part of some pretty good SC teams. Yeah. Um, so, they a lot of times we were winning matches, mm-hmm. whether I was winning or not. <laughs> yeah. But it is tough. It's just an interesting dynamic, right? And so we kind of have to just, I mean, you've experienced it. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I think, I think it's weirder to when your team wins and you lose. I honestly, that one's really tough. Cause like you said, you're so mad that you lost, but then you're like, well, the team won. So I have to just fully forget about my match. Everyone who won is happy. And they're like, who cares that you lost? We won. I'm like, I know, but I care. (laughs) I care. I miss that. That's something that you know, when you people don't really prepare you for it, you transition. Yes, it's you and your partner, but being it, that's the thing I miss the most about it's being at UCLA is like when you're when the, it comes down to your court 
and everyone's cheering for you. Matches. It's like the coolest thing. Like you're playing not yeah. just for you and your partner. Like, and at least, I mean, I guess for us now, like, I don't have a coach right now. I don't even have a set partner. I don't have sponsors. Yeah. I'm playing for, like, my parents, like, my friends <laughs> and my partner yeah. versus when you're at UCLA, you're playing for your whole team, your staff, all the people watching. Like, it's yeah. just a special feeling that people don't prepare you for when you transition to this next level where yeah. you're so, like, alone a lot of the time. Like, right. how many times did we practice this summer with no coaches? It's just... The four people just, yeah. and you have to be Out so self motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get a coach, there's Game just changer. no going back. Yeah. 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 How long did it take you to make that transition to sort of treating it? I feel like that's one of the biggest oh, wow. struggles of new beach players post college yeah. yeah. is assembling the team and treating right. it like a professional sport, actual, like a business, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like your job. Mm-hmm. It took, I mean, I always knew that I wanted a coach but for me the big thing was like I don't want to pay for a coach you know and so I'm trying to think I graduated in most of the summers in between college years when I was still playing I didn't ever really work with a coach Mm -hmm. but then after graduating in 2019 we I started I was working with Gustavo a lot that summer I love Gustavo he's the best best. best. so great um and so Kelly and I worked with him when I started playing with her through this off season. And that was my first real off season. Mm-hmm. And then he got pretty busy with USC stuff. So we were just going to switch to start working with Adam, Sarah Pappen's husband. Okay. And cause Kelly had worked What's with him in the past. Name? Schultz. Okay. Cause I don't know if that's how you I've pronounce it. I've always just known him as Adam. He's the best yeah, and I, I love him and I feel so <laughs> bad that I can't pronounce his last name. But he's awesome and I was really, really excited to start working with him and we were just going to start working with him and then COVID And then hit. COVID, yeah. So that was weird because that was a tough time because I was so excited. 2020 was going to be my first real season. Yeah. Because 2019, like, I didn't, I missed a bunch of events. Not a bunch, like, I missed the first... AVP because I was still in school and like mm-hmm. didn't really play in a lot of international stuff because I was still in school. So 2020 was going to be the year. I had a first real off season, was going to play in all the events. Mm-hmm. I was really excited. And then COVID happened. And so I was like, oh, now what do we do? That's what, that's what <laughs> Jess Gaffney was telling me in Laguna. She's like, she's explaining to someone, I was sitting there and she's like, same exact thing. Like she's like, 2019, I kind of just was figuring it out, didn't know what to do. 2020 was going to be my year. And then she's like, and then it wasn't. I mean, because 2019, (laughs) like, it's not even that I was just figuring it out. I was like, I was still in school. Yeah. Like, I had just graduated. And so it's so funny on the AVP when they're talking about it this year, like all the newcomers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, guys, I'm the same age as all these people you're talking about. Like, I've been playing, yes, but also I'm still young. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it doesn't seem like you're such a newcomer because you you played so well in some AVPs when you were still in college. Yeah. When you and Sponsor Mm -hmm. took third. Yeah. When you were Uh, fourth year college. No, wasn't that? I was right before our fifth year. Okay. Before your fifth year. Yeah. Or okay. like at the very beginning of my fifth year. Got it. So mm-hmm. in between my senior year and my fifth year. Um, so it, it feels like you've yeah. been playing on the yeah. AVP for a little bit longer than it probably feels like to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'm still very, still feels very new. And so that's why I was all excited for 2020, the year that never happened. <laughs> yeah. But this year was much better. So this. I want to hear more yeah. about this year. Like you and Molly Turner did so well. Yeah. Like you guys, I played against you in Atlanta. It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, it was oh terrible. Gosh. But you, how was playing with Molly? You guys did so well. It was so fun. Yeah. She and it, like she I said, gives like, me Nick Martin vibes. Yeah. She gives me Nick Martin. Yeah. Vibes. yeah. Nick Arnett. Sorry, Nick. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Um. We, that was funny because I had no idea what I was going to do for a partner. And I think there were a lot of people in that same boat. And Molly and I practiced together for a week Mm -hmm. or a week and a half maybe before playing in Atlanta. And we're like, well, we're just going to go. Sometimes though, those are the easiest tournaments to go into Mm -hmm. because you have no expectations. Yeah. Um, But as soon as we stepped on the court together, like things just clicked. And I think we got our personalities meshed really well. And so I felt like I could fully be myself and I hope she felt the same way and I never had to filter what I was saying like I could just kind of tell her what I was thinking or Mm -hmm. what I wanted and she would do the same for me and we had I remember before our games in Atlanta in the hotel like we had some really cool game planning Mm -hmm. conversations which is something 
and my game that I'm working on this year is like, how do we make the other team uncomfortable and what mm-hmm. can we do? And it was really, really cool to sit down and talk about that stuff with Molly because I had never really talked about it with anyone before, um, let alone such a new partner. Yeah. yeah. So being able to watch film and be like, oh, did, did you notice when she the ball went here, she did this mm-hmm. or this happened and like maybe we should try this and let's try some of this and it was just, and then to be able to execute it the next day was just really, it was really cool. Yeah. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. And you guys yeah. were, I think, probably played, aside from April and Alex, I think you guys played Kristen and Taryn better than any team in the we country. Played them so oh, much. Yeah. 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 They, it was really fun. And after, we were so excited to play them because yeah. I had obviously never played them. And then hearing, like, watching them make their really good runs through all the AVP nexts, mm-hmm. and then they're making this run through Atlanta. I was like, oh, finally, like, I'm excited. This is yeah. going to be cool. And our match we played at night in Atlanta. So cool. Which was nice because I don't think I've ever sweat so much in my no, life. No, it was horrible. <laughs> I played at, like, 2.30, oh I think, gosh. day one against yeah. Sarah and Kelly, and I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah. So After hot. you melted during the qualifier. During the qualifier. That qualifier. Yeah, was <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. I was like, I can't jump surf because I can't no. top spin yeah. and then run up to the net every yeah. time. Yeah. Like, I no don't way. have the energy yeah. for it. Um but we played at night, so that was a little cooler, mm-hmm. which was nice under the lights. But it was just such a... We went to three. We lost. But I think we lost 15-13 yeah, in it was that quite, one. It was like close. We played them three times, maybe, and lost 15-13 in the third two out of three times. So... It was just really fun, and afterwards they came up. They're so cool. They came up They're to awesome. us, and they were like, "That was a really fun match. Like, let's do that yeah. again sometime." Yeah. Just so genuine about yeah. it, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, like that was awesome. <laughs> like, let's let's do that again." So we did it again two days later, and we lost again. <laughs> but, hey, um, I feel you. That's my entire college fifth year against them. It's, yeah, they're just so good. And you think you get a game plan on them, and then they they just make they really just good. don't make mistakes. And so if you get down by two or three points it's like you it's so hard to string together points against them because they both side up so well it's like a chess game we were constantly making adjustments on our side and i know that they were constantly making adjustments on their side so it was just fun to have to Mm -hmm. recognize what they were doing and then change it and then two points later change it again yeah Yeah. oh i love the mental side of the game i think it's i have so much fun with it and it's something i'm just learning like working with adam and scott like they're they have started teaching me all of that and i'm just like ah there's so much here that you can learn and explore and i was just it was it's it's so cool Mm -hmm. i like it i remember when we had todd rogers on the podcast um and he was talking about how like he would let cut shots go to like 17, 16. Mm-hmm. And then like he was playing with Theo and Theo was freaking out. He's like, Todd, like, like <laughs> what? we got to do something about this. Yeah. And Todd was like, I'll do something about it when I'm going to do something <laughs> about it, Theo. And they were playing Hudson Bates and Dave McKenzie, I think. And then it was like 17, 16, scoop, cutty, transition, 18. Get it again, 19, oh 16. Gosh. And I 19, 16, that. it's like, all right, well, this set's over basically. Yeah. Theo was like, that was scary, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> a little close for comfort. But it was when he was telling me that, it was just like I was not mentally at near that level to understand. Yeah. I was like, I don't have the confidence to just let someone score no. on me for till no. 17, 16. Yeah. No. But at that level, like you almost need to have that confidence to set something up yeah. to get the point when you need it the most. And I was like, Good for you. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. so cool. Like I hope I get to the point where I can do that one day. You know? Yeah. It's it's just a whole different side of the game that I never really thought about before. Yeah, it's so fun. Well, the older yeah. people are so good. I know they're just so smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. so awesome. How did you and Molly even get together? Because both of you, you had played a long time with Kelly, mm-hmm. um, and then Molly had been training like the whole off season with Macy Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh-huh. I think it came down. So she texted me. She texted me. I'm terrible at responding to text messages. <laughs> so she texted me and. I was in Africa at the time, I think. Okay. So the time change didn't help. But then I just remember, like, I forgot to respond until, like, days later. Because she was like, well, I don't know what your plans are for the AVP, but do you want to train? And then I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, totally in partner limbo. Like, would love to train. Mm-hmm. Have you made plans yet? Because I know this, like, days after you texted me originally. Yeah. Um, but... I'm trying to remember. I think it came down to, I think she probably reached out because I don't know if her and Macy would have been in the main draw. Okay. 
So at that point, everyone was scrambling to find partners that would put them in the main draw mm-hmm. because it was just such a small season and no one wanted to play in the qualifier because they're smaller draws. The qualifiers are really freaking tough. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone was just kind of texting everyone to be mm-hmm. like, hey, what are your thoughts? I've never actually asked her, like, what made you text me? But yeah. I'm so happy she did. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm happy that I finally figured out how to respond, you know, <laughs> <Text her back. laughs> like, Hey, um, and then when we trained together, it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. You guys picked up fast. I mean, you got third in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. win silver in the Italy or Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty really great. Fun. And you guys came out of the qualifier, right? In Italy. Yes. yes. It's a long tournament. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. It was her first international event too, which was really fun. That's a pretty well, good start. I think she actually well, played in one before. She I think said she played in Cambodia. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. But okay. I think she lost it in the qualifier there. Okay. But it was we had we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that would have been awesome. your first international medal. I won one in Cambodia before that. Okay. But yeah, first one with Molly. So that was really fun. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. How many partners did you play with this season? I counted when I was talking to my dad this morning because yeah. I was like, I should tell them this. <laughs> I think seven. Because I played with Kelly in Cancun and Stad, and then I played with Kim Hildreth in Rwanda. Okay. And then I came home and played in Atlanta with Molly, and then I played with Emily Stockman in uh, Mm -hmm. Manhattan. And then I played in the Czech Republic with Corinne. Oh, I forgot about the Czech Republic. Three weeks in a row with three (laughs) different partners. And then I played Chicago with Molly again, Italy with Molly. Okay, maybe six. And then I played with Delaney in the Netherlands. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to play with Sarah in um, Brazil. Yeah. Might as well seven, finish with seven. Seven. Yeah, Lucky number seven. <laughs> we'll see. So a lot of, lot of different partners. Yeah. But I, I have really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you, well, you're so easy to get along with. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, this has been terrible tonight. This has been so hard to talk to you. Yeah, just <laughs> pulling yeah. teeth out of trees here. <laughs> but I, how do you go about... Cause that's a tough thing to do is to switch partners so yeah. often. And I, I think that, especially for someone who is still a young player, mm-hmm. um, it's super valuable to learn mm-hmm. how to play with different personalities and yeah, sure. different players. And I don't know if you switch sides, but how to set someone a different ball than they yeah. want and how to do a mental strategy thing with, and mm-hmm. how to travel with people and yeah. just kind of do the stuff in between the matches, which is super important. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. I'm getting to be a better communicator. I really wasn't great at that before, but just like in life in general, I'm finding that the more I can talk about things and verbalize things, the easier everything gets. So, I mean, with Molly and I, I take a really long warm up and I put my headphones in and I turn the music all the way up and I can't hear anything. And she (laughs) generally has a shorter warm up or doesn't need as much time to just like stretch and stuff. Whereas... I personally think I just take the time because I like to listen to music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like yeah. the music that I'm listening mm-hmm. to. Um, and so we had to talk about it and be like, okay, we can go down at the same time, but just so you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is my routine. When you're, when I'm ready and this is going to be her routine and when she's ready and then we're going to come together and do that sort of thing yeah. and like start with the ball and whatnot. And so that just varies from person to person, but it's kind of just knowing what you like and what <clears> you do and then finding out how to fit that and mold that with whoever you're playing with. And it was definitely, it was definitely interesting. It was really cool to kind of see what different people do for different things and how they warm up for games and how they react to different things and how they travel and all of that. It's so funny that literally asking someone, how do you want to warm up? Yeah. It's one, it's so important and no one really asked that question because no. it just sounds like it sounds just you so just like silly. start throwing yeah. and then you're like wait did you dynamic like it's yeah. so weird like so you were bringing like, that up and I was sitting I was laughing because I always take a short warm up but like everyone is so different like yeah. every single person's warm up whether it's like a mental thing like they feel like they Mine have I to think do is this more mental. yeah yeah or I have like, my routine I like to stick to my routine yeah. Like to listen to my music. Yeah. Yeah. It's get me going. What do you, you listen know? to? Oh, man, I hate answering this question because <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good question. I love asking people yeah. that question. Um, let's see. Okay. Things with a really good bass. That's okay. what I like. Just fire you up. Really loud. Yeah. Um, I listened to a lot of, like, I don't know if you know the song, what's it? A Suit and Jacket by Judah and the Lion. 
Mm-mm. It's a really random song. But <laughs> I'll play it on my car right home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it a listen. I listened to that a lot before. Gosh, I hope that's the name. Now I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the name <laughs> of that song. Um, I listened to that before almost every game for like the second half of the year. Okay. I listen to a lot of it. It varies, depends on my mood, I guess. Sometimes it's like really angry rap. Yeah. Which is, I never listen, like I listen to country music. Yeah. That's yeah. my everyday yeah. listening kind of music. Um, I would love to so, see you just like getting into this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't move a lot, Eminem. but I think my, it's just stone face, like no one, like there's a no couple emotions. times in Laguna where I would like go over and I'm trying to figure out like, oh, cause they, a lot of times they're playing on the court before us and I'm like, you know, wanted, wanting to ask oh. her and Molly questions and like Molly's hanging out with James and Therese has her headphones in, looking just pissed. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, which is okay. not normal. No, so not at all. That's why I'm like, oh yeah. No, I have to do something. Yeah, get know. fired up. Get fired up. <laughs> yeah, respect but, it. Respect yeah. it. Love gotta do it. what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like this year was a pretty big learning experience for you yeah. in ways that were mostly good. I mean, you ended up you had a silver medal, an ABP mm-hmm. semifinal, a gold medal, which is your mm-hmm. first professional win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. So that was mm-hmm. fun. That was really fun. Yeah. That is ha- for sure highlighted the summer. It yeah. was really fun to play with Delaney, too, who we realized we had never played together ever. ever. Which ever. is crazy. Like, even in practice, just even like in mixing practice, it up. I was like, how have we never played together? Yeah. But Delaney pretty much, pretty yeah, she hadn't, I don't know if you've heard this, but yeah. she hadn't played defense in three years. Is that what we figured out? <laughs> She, like, randomly played defense in that... Remember that USAV King and Queen of the Beach? Yeah. That doesn't she, count because yeah. that was, like, one weekend. She flip-flopped. Yeah. So she ended up drafting... She won her pool, ended mm-hmm. up drafting Kelly Clays and playing defense there. So she yeah. had, like, For a brief, game. like, welcome yeah. back to defense moment. Yeah. But she hadn't played... It was 2018 that she was playing with yeah. Jessicora and Emily yeah. Hartong. Yeah. And then after Hartong... Got picked up by Gina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delaney went to Katie Spieler. And was blocking. And then she's been blocking since. Mm-hmm. So that was like the end of the 2018 season. Well, it's 2021 season. now. So three years <laughs> later, I cannot play defense. I was like, we're not even going to attempt this. <laughs> like, that would be a disaster for everyone involved. So she just, I mean, she dug so many balls. She mm-hmm. was everywhere. Yeah. And it was so fun. And I felt like we, that playing with her was another <clears throat> cool experience because we didn't like... We got to the Netherlands, had a day, two days maybe. I think it was two days to practice, like mm-hmm. an hour each day. And then we just played, and like she's so easy to get along with. And she took care of her job, and I took care of mine. And then we just like our timeouts were funny because she would be like, "Do you need anything from me?" And I was like, "Nope." She, like, what do you want to talk about? From me? And she was like, "Nope." And I was like, "Cool, let's just keep doing what we're doing," you know. So. Like, it was, that was That's really, best, really fun. Yeah. yeah. That was a really cool experience. Yeah. And now we have that. one more tournament to go, T. One more Big Meg Let's go. Let's go. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. It's like you and Sarah Hughes. This is just your annual fall USC reunion. Yep, you know. One of those. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to play with her. Was yeah. Chetu Mall of 2019 your first four-star? Yes. First and only four-star I've ever played in, I think. Okay. Because I never made out country quota on any of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. But you made main draw. We did. We went through the qualifier. And beat a pretty good Italian team to do it, too. Yeah, I think so. It's all a blur. That <laughs> yeah. trip was so funny because I was at home in New York because mm-hmm. Sarah was still playing with Summer. And she asked, I think Summer got hurt and so I had to drop out of the tournament. So she called me. I was like, hey, do you want to sub one? This was on a Thursday or Friday. And like we were leaving on the Monday. She was leaving on the Monday. And I was like, I'm in... Rochester, but when do you need me to be back? Like, sure, I'll do it, you know? And so I flew from Rochester back to L.A. I think I got back to L.A. at 1.30 in the morning. Jenna picked me up. I did laundry, packed, went to bed at 3, woke up at 6, went to the grocery store, got some snacks, and was at the airport by 8 to fly <laughs> back to the East Coast because we flew into Cancun. Mm-hmm. And then flew or took a bus to Chetu Mall, but I was like, man, man. I should, I would have just flown from Rochester straight to Cancun, but I yeah. didn't have my passport. Oh, so I had to come oh back my here god! To get my oh yeah. man! Yeah, brutal. Yeah, 
But still, I mean, you made main draw, which is huge, and especially first four star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's big. That yeah. was big. Yeah. That was cool. Um, we didn't. I don't think we ended up making it out of pool, but it was still just really cool to be there. Anna came with us, and she was coaching us that's for awesome. that event, so it was like mm-hmm. true USC reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm excited to run it back. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I'll see you there. I know. So I cannot believe I'm so excited for we're both of you guys. We're going to get so many treats while we're there. Yeah. So many chocolates. Yeah. Ice cream. Chocolate <laughs> croissants all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy. Happy camper. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. It's a, you. a well-earned uh, positive end to the season. Yeah. Uh, coming up. Good you year. You definitely paid your dues, and it's uh, it's paying Thanks. off. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. Just keep it rolling. Keep you know? it rolling. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, long-term, have you thought about, like, what are the big I'm sure the Olympics are probably a big dream goal or is it or do you kind of because I know a lot of players will either say Olympics or just say like I just want to compete at the highest level I can and wherever that goes it goes um both I want to compete at the highest level that I can and I want that level to be the Olympics Olympics. you know what I mean good answer so I I don't know how to word this I don't want to like I never wanted to be just losing and keep playing and keep losing. Mm-hmm. So when I feel like I've like plateaued and I'm not getting any better and I'm not winning anymore, then I don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like I'm still growing and still learning. And I think there's, I want to keep going because I want to prove to myself that I can right. sort of thing. And I think that's my biggest motivator is that I want to prove to myself and only myself that I can compete at the Olympics and like compete at the highest level with the best in the world and because I think I can do it so I want to prove to myself that I can do it which I like I don't really care kind of what other people think you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) which I think is I freeing for me mm-hmm. and that I can just I'm doing this because I want to mm-hmm. prove to myself that I can do it well you had a late start too you started so much later than like I started playing I started playing CVAs when I was like nine yeah <laughs> so like and I still feel like I'm behind the curve because I did indoor during college as well so like I yeah. still feel like I'm lacking but you started <laughs> yeah. so late like I feel like you're only gonna go like this because you just have so many years to catch up on that like that's that's a good thing though because like you don't want to be you don't want to be plateauing right now like this summer was probably just the beginning for you to keep improving which is so exciting we're here for it we're here for the we're here for the journey (laughs) we're all about it big fans fans. i mean the coolest part about it though when i looking back on the last couple trips because the i had a kind of a crazy six weeks like going from atlanta back here to the czech republic to chicago to Italy, to the Netherlands. So it was like six weeks in a row of just constantly on the move. But the people I met were so cool. Like being in Italy was so fun because we got to hang out with Will and Jake and like you and Logan and Molly and like just so many fun people. And then being in the Netherlands when Tim came and I was just like, (laughs) this is the coolest part about our sport is that we can travel around the world and meet new people and hang out with people and it just like experience different things together and Mm -hmm. i mean who else gets to do that like it was just that was my favorite part about it yeah Yeah. it's amazing because like i feel like we knew each other but now i feel like we're actually friends now we're buds and it's great and i'm (laughs) like this is just so this is what this is why we do it there's some cool people there's some really cool people Yeah. yeah So fun. And now we're gonna be making treat runs in Brazil. Yay. <laughs> I can't wait. Acai. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Well, Therese, we've kept you here for a little more than an hour. Oh, gosh. I've just been talking bad. away, talking about myself That's the whole time. Time flies when you're having fun. That's, That's, fun. Fun. That's the whole point is to get you to talk about yourself. You guys are the best. Yeah. Thanks for so having fun. me. Thanks for coming on. Uh, where can our it. listeners follow you? Um, either on social or wherever. I have an Instagram. It's just my name, <laughs> Therese Cannon. That's. I'm working on getting better at those things, so stay tuned. Maybe I'll create some other social medias. <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. Therese Cannon. Seth, you killed it. Yeah, oh, thanks, guys. This is your, so your first I think chatting's easy for me, so <laughs> this is great. I can do this all day. Awesome. This is perfect. Awesome. Thanks for having me, too. All right, guys. Shoot. See ya.